Welcome to the Edge of the Headlights podcast. My name is Rob, and I am one of your two hosts. And sitting across from me, like normal, is my good friend Marty. How was your week, Marty? It has been a very long week, but here we are and uh, ready to go forward. Sitting here in the passenger seat on this wild, crazy ride. Uh, for all of you that want to join us, you can. We will be at Edge of the Headlights. Yes, quit beating that pen right. on the table, Marty. <laughs> at uh, the Edge of the Headlights podcast on Facebook and also on Instagram. And you can go ahead and leave us a message anytime you want at uh, Edge of the Headlights podcast at gmail.com. Let's get the car started. Well, I don't know. You're kind of angry. Well, I am really excited about this episode because it's going to be we'll be talking about. You guys will just have to deal with the barking dogs because they'll be fine. They get up and down here. <laughs> but I'm really excited because I've been keeping track of us. We're on Spotify right now. And we've gotten like some followers, actually. I'm kind of really excited for the people that are listening to us. So we're completely down in the dirt. So This is true. That's not bad for just a couple of old guys just babbling bullshit. Well, we, I am old, but my wife would probably say I'm pretty immature for some of the stuff I talk about. Oh, God, I'm absolutely a grown child. Uh, yeah. that, is, that is not in debate at all. Well, the other thing I'm excited about, too, is we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, and that would be Bigfoot. It is one of your hot topics. It has been for centuries. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to start off. We're going to start off discussing the different camps of thought there is in the Bigfoot world. There's like, I came up with six, there may be more, but I think there's like six that are prominent. And we're going to kind of discuss them and see what they're all about. Then we're going to go and talk about other stuff that deals with the same cryptid we talk called Bigfoot. So the first one I'm going to bring up is a lot of people out there think Bigfoot is a great ape that's still living in North America or a remnant of an unevolved man. Because some of the examples they use for that is like the Ape, ape Canyon incident of 1924 where them you know like the five miners that went up in the oregon i think it was oregon was it or washington i believe it was oregon actually okay well supposedly several miners were attacked by these creatures after they took a shot at one and when they caused that's what how the name came up because they called these five creatures that attacked them throughout the night all of them got away as far as i know the miners anyway but they called them apes and that's where that name came from yeah, I think I think with that one they had actually spent the night in one of the sheds, wasn't it? I think it was the cabin. Then the, yeah. they there was like been a bunch of stuff like on Discovery Channel and all right, that, right? Where they showed the hands reaching in, so they tried to break into the cabin. Yeah, pounding on the roof, like all dramatic type stuff. I think they also had uh, lots of large rocks that had been thrown at there, trying to bust through the walls of the cabin. Oh yeah, I think that yeah, because that would be terrifying, man. Like. <laughs> Just up here doing your business, trying to make some money. It's like, oh, what's that thing? I don't know. Shoot the shit out of it. And well, then be angry because it, they got mad. You know? Yeah. It looks like a human or a humanoid. Just shoot it anyway. I don't know what actually went through their brains. Why would you shoot at something that has like a humanoid features? And what would make you, if it wasn't being aggressive, because that's never mentioned in the account, what would make them shoot at it? Right. Right, yeah, there's, there's no uh, accounts of aggression until after they had already been attacked. Yeah, because this, this happened, this is, don't take this as racist, but this happened in 1924. There wasn't the First Nations people and all them uprisings. Right. In 1924, that wasn't a very common occurrence as far as I can remember ever reading about in history books. Right. But still, it doesn't understand why they shot at it. Yeah. It's just, 
kind of baffling. I don't have an explanation. Yeah. Then the other one that's really famous for saying that there's a giant North ape in North America is the Bauman Bigfoot attack. This happened back in the, this is most famously portrayed or brought to everybody's attention by the Roosevelt book, President Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, basically, it's about these two fur trappers during the 1800s. They're up in Idaho, and they're checking their set. One guy stays in camp. The other guy goes checks his set line. And when the other guy comes back from checking the set lines, he finds his friend. Looks like he's been gnawed on and his neck's broken and like something attacked him. And they find tracks that lead out of camp and it's portrayed as a bipedal creature of sorts. So I mean, definitely not a bear because these guys knew what bear tracks look like. You know. Well, plus a bear, if it ever attacks you, they go for the soft stuff inside. Right. They, They always go for the innards though. They go yeah, for the they, guts. They, they like to drag things off living and skin it and eat it slowly over time, which yeah. is why I would much rather be attacked by a shark any day over a bear. Let's be real. <laughs> no sharks. I hate water. <laughs> <laughs> but at least it's one shot and then they're gone. You know, yeah. a bear will drag you and put you under a log while you're still alive and be like, mm, I'm going to come back for that. Yeah, a little, a little simmer a little bit. Thanks, Yogi. So you want to do this next part for this next camp of thought on Bigfoot? I sure will. Uh, this is actually one I've, I've been thinking about lately, and it is intriguing, uh, but that Bigfoot is a Nephilim, or the last remnants of the Nephilim. Uh, anyone who doesn't know, the Nephilim were a giant race from the Bible. Uh, some believe they were fallen angels, depending on how you want to look at it. Uh, Genesis twenty five twenty five. the first came out red, all his body like a hairy cloak, so they called him Esau. And twenty five twenty seven. when the boys grew up, Esau was a skilled hunter, a man of the fields, while Jacob was a quiet man dwelling in tents. So who is Esau? He's the eldest son of Isaac and Rebekah. Esau also had a twin brother named Jacob. Esau is also the supposed progenitor of the Edomites. See, this is what confused me. I was doing, I was looking up research on this in Genesis. In Genesis, I'm right. actually I actually looked in the Bible, and my hands did not burn this time. Oh, nice, nice. So, but I'm like, it was really confusing the way they worded that. I had to read yeah. like four times because they're like, Esau came out first, and you're like, oh, he has one kid. Then it said, well, then he came out. He was holding on to Jacob's heel, so it yes. was twins. So I'm like, oh, why doesn't the Bible? Just state plainly what it is instead of cryptograms. <laughs> it would be so much easier to understand it, that book. It would be simpler. Um, a lot of thoughts are on this that because of the hairy description of Esau, that he had uh, hypertrichosis, or what we know now as werewolf syndrome. Uh, Esau being a accomplished hunter and well-versed in woodlord, as stated before, this is where Isaac sends Esau out to kill some deer, and Esau just accomplishes it easily. He's very at home with being out in the wilderness, where it's clearly he. the other is stated as being more... He likes staying uh, home and playing video games. Right, right. He, he seems <laughs> like more of a, a, an in-tune to civilization and civilized life rather than being in the wilds. Yeah, I was, I was looking on the internet, too, for like, all right... I've heard always people always talk about, oh, there's passages in the Bible dealing with Bigfoot. And them are the only two passages I could really find dealing with it. The rest of them dealt with, like, mentioning a Nephilim and that. I'm like, that's a totally different thing to me anyway right. 
than Bigfoot. When I think of Bigfoot, I think of somebody hairy that has hypertrichosis. Yes. Which would be, what is not that uncommon. I don't. It's it's uncommon. It, it I is should uncommon, say, but not to yeah. where it would not be have seen before. Yeah. So. Then we also have another camp of thought on Bigfoot is Bigfoot is an alien prisoner on this planet, or he's an alien slave, or he's working with the aliens. Hmm. There's a UFO Bigfoot connection there. So some of the people that a lot of people get this whole thing that believes alien was Bigfoot because of George Lucas and Star Wars. That's where I think a lot of this comes from because of Chewbacca. Oh yeah, it makes makes sense. So and there's there's a there's rumors within the conspiracy world that George Lucas had pre pre knowledge of aliens because he did Star Wars and Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Right. And a lot of people are saying that that's where that kind of that camp thought comes from. But there is one passage I found in a book from Sam Gordon's and the Silent Invasion. And it actually talks about it, so I'm going to read that here as well as I can about what it says. This happened on September 1st, 1973, in the Penn Township, early morning. And it says, Penn Township is a small rural community located just short distance from Jeanette, Pennsylvania. The area located near Harrison City has a long history of close UFO encounters. I was, Stan Gordon received it early, very early morning call on September 1st from a male caller who had a strange story to relate to him. The man sounded very serious and thought he should make aware of this information. According to the caller, he knew three women who had ex- a frightening experience. The women were reluctant to report the account, fearing ridicule, and they did not want to get involved. See that ridicule thing there? That that's, needs to get out of this whole cryptozoology if you're doing that if you're gonna there should be no fear of saying if you actually saw something say what you saw right and you should be able to take that as truth unless you're proven otherwise either way the women told their friends that they were traveling on a country road near penn when they observed a large ufo which was on the ground the object was described as metallic and rectangular shape the witnesses slowed down to observe the object while they looked on, a door-like structure suddenly appeared along with steps that led down from the doorway. Then the most unusual aspect of the encounter reportedly occurred. The women said that ex- exiting the doorway were very, were very, were two very tall, hairy Bigfoot-like creatures that ran down the steps and continued into the nearby woods. That was the last time the women saw the creatures in the UFO as the women sped away from the area. Hmm. I know there have been other reports I've seen linking both of those type of events around each other. Uh, yeah. So I see, but uh, Stan Gordon and Lauren Coleman are that ones that popped into my oh, head. Yeah, yeah. Lauren Coleman's a big one. He pushes for that, which I have no problem with that UFO right. Bigfoot connection, because they're because you can't throw the bath, you can't throw the baby out with the right. bathwater. Right. 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 <laughs> I have been, I'm going to be drinking a little bit here because I'm really <laughs> excited and I got a sore throat. So, you want me to do the next one too? I can do that one. I, unless you can get out of the sure. pronunciation. It don't matter to me. <laughs> Bigfoot is a spirit or demonic creature from First Nation legends. The C.K. Law is a small Bigfoot type creature from the First Nations people. There's also mentions of the Satanka, a larger version that takes people away to be never seen again. Does that sound familiar, Marty? Hmm. Odd. Odd. It is very odd. That kind of hits on the missing 411 missing people just a little bit. The hell you say? No. Yeah. Uh, 
oh, yeah, you can't really just dismiss that. Well, you can. I, I suppose you can. Many have. So. Oh, yeah. Then uh, First Nations people, they have like, they have over 50 names for it. How can you have, if people aren't seeing something, how can you have over 50 names for something? Right, and it seems like every single different tribe of First Nations has some type of story of these kind of things. Yeah. And it's not like they all used to hang out and get along. Most of them fought each other, but they have some of these same stories. Yeah, and they, they, it's to them, from what I've read, and I've talked to a couple, it's more, the Bigfoot creature to them is more like a big brother. It's more of a spiritual thing. Right. It all depends on how your attitude, if you're bad, he's going to whoop your ass and take you away. But if you're right. good, he'll help you out in the situation, like if you're hurt or something, he'll help you out. It's a very spiritual, light, good thing. Right. He's, he's Santa and Krampus all in one, depending on how. how yeah, depends good on or how. Depends, it all depends on your actions as well. Right. He's gonna react to you. Then you also have some people call Bigfoot demonic because of the red, because of the reports of red glowing eyes. This is not eye shine. They say because they actually they'll be out camping without a light, and all of a sudden they'll see red eyes start to glow, right. and that basically dictates evil. Yeah, I. I don't know. I mean, eh, yeah, I, I guess most of them, even like that, uh, there's a breed of owl down in like South America that eye shine is red. That's eye shine. That's different. To, and that is exactly it. That's Stop hitting the mic lights. stand. I can hear it tinking over here. <laughs> Stop talking with your hands. Quit acting like an Italian. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, all because you like pasta. Does that make you an <laughs> <Right>. Italian? <laughs> Just because your son calls me Mario. Come on. Hey, that's he. He's he's four. Come on. And I have accepted it. Then I, there's some creatures. There's some people out there that believe Bigfoot is all light and a benevolent creature and wants to help out with our enlightenment in the world. And these people call this Bigfoot creature Zanu, and he believes that, and they believe that he lives in trees. Which is like, like literally inside the trees, like a, more like I don't know if it's exactly trees. Just from some of the pictures right, I've right. seen, it's they have people hand drawing them like coming out of a tree, and he's got right. he's holding like a bunny in his hand. He's and like druidic and one with nature. Yeah, pretty much yeah. like a nature spirit. So then you you get the fun one next. I do. I actually do like this one. Uh, the train of thought that Bigfoot is actually an interdimensional being. Uh, a lot of the proof on that there have been people have captured video of something moving through the woods that sits that looks similar to what see the predator from the films looks like with like an active camouflage type of deal that would be scary that <laughs> would be frightening what is that you're out just bebopping around the woods all of a sudden you see like like something on the corner of your eye you look and it just like shimmers and shakes and you're like uh i just yeah no that's yeah, not for me it's it's time to go the other way kids uh People have also reported cases where they've watched Bigfoot walk behind a tree and disappear before reaching the other side. There's nothing. He doesn't come back out from the other side. He's just simply gone. Which also goes along with uh, photos that have been taken of trackways left by Bigfoot that start in one area and then just abruptly stop. I've actually seen some pictures of them. Them them actually confuse me because a lot of them are thrown in the snow, which is easy to track. I'm like... You think, oh, that's a rabbit. Then it goes like for forty feet and it just stops. And you're like, uh, then yeah, they snow go up. and even like mud, which is pretty easy to leave an impression. Oh yeah, 
and pretty hard to get through. And that'd be a more distinguishing impression too, because you actually probably see the foot, the actual yep. shape of the foot. But yeah, it's 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 an idea. <laughs> yeah. Then we got the favorite camp. Everybody's in that. Probably most of you people, if you're listening to us, probably don't like this camp at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is probably the most hated camp out there, and that is Bigfoot is nothing but a hoax, and it's a and it's to be dismissed as easily as deja vu. Well, I don't think I'll just before I read the rest of this camp and start. But yeah, I believe Bigfoot is actual physical creature out there. So I, the Patterson Gibbon film with Bob Gimlin, that is authentic as. Far. Oh yeah, yeah. There are several consummate hoaxers that don't help this any problem, and that's like I'm like I shouldn't say their names, but I'm going to anyway. I'm going to say right. one no. of them. No, throw them under. Yeah, but they're a consummate hoaxer, and they've always been a problem, and they're like. They're the guys that show up like, oh, I have a Bigfoot, and it's in my freezer. Right, right. Or it's like, then you find out later it's just a foam suit or yeah. with deer guts. Them As guys giggle like jackasses. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, uh, you got us. Yeah. Then there's also some guys that actually like, what brings my hoax thing in, like a lot of people want to believe this, because there was a guy in Florida. Did you ever hear about him? There was a guy in Florida that made it look like a 14-foot-tall penguin was walking on the beaches of Miami. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That and that was for went on for ago. like 14 years. Yeah. Then you got people like him that are really good hoaxers, but still that's a hoax, and it, if you can equate it to Bigfoot, there's people that always say, right. oh, it's just some guy out there barefoot. Right. Dude, I grew up, my brother, my middle brother, 7'1". Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I'm the I'm shortest in my family. I'm oldest and the shortest. I am, I am Gimli of my family. Yeah, but either way, I seen him, and I know how big his foot is. He has he wears a size twenty two shoe. Ouch! How many inches do you think that is? Oh Jesus! Maybe what a twelve, thirteen inch. Yeah, pretty I close, know. actually. It's fourteen inches. Wow! That's how long his foot is. But that's nothing. Some of these tracks that they find. Oh yeah. And now with these hoaxes, they're like, oh, anybody can do it. I'm like, it's really hard to do that because now they got we've. This Bigfoot's been studied enough to you can tell, like, the way he walks, how he walks. Yeah. And you can't fake that with a piece of board. Well, the ones that I strapped to your foot. Really interesting is some of, like, the older, older casts that they've done. They've gone back and looked at, and they actually see, like, dermal ridges and things like that on there. Yeah. But then there's, then everybody's another thing everybody says that doesn't leave it. says, if there was something out in the woods, a hunter would have killed one by now. And what? What? And what about all the game cams out there? Well, from everything I've read, most hunters won't shoot something that looks humanoid in the least right. bit. So, if for no other reason than fear of repercussion of the law that you have maybe killed somebody, yeah, you know, because there's recounts of there's always some hunter stories I hear about. And all I listen to a whole bunch of other podcasts, right? And there's some hunters out there that are like. Yeah, I've I seen something move through the woods. I put my scope on it, but it looked human, so I put the gun down and felt really funky afterwards. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. No, no. it would be... I, ah, that, would, that would be a tough pull, you know, on that trigger. Because that is somebody that it does look humanoid if reports are, are even just from, like, the Patterson footage. I mean, that is a very humanoid-looking thing. Yeah. But there's also people that say that, well, a hunter would have shot one out. I'm like, an ethical hunter would not shoot it. Oh, exactly. But that's that's kind of a point for them because there's a lot of non-ethical hunters out there. 
True. They're like like go along with the hoaxers trying to make money. But I think they're smart enough to understand. If you see one, there's probably more than one because they probably let you see him. Right. That put a little, yeah, that would put right. a bee in give your it, bonnet. Yeah, give, give it the old uh, Jurassic Park raptor trick of like, oh, here I am, yeah. as the other three are just circling around you. Yep. Just waiting for you to make that move. Yeah. Then we got, then we're, well, this, uh, that's pretty much all the camps. I think there's like six of them I made a list yeah. of. Yeah. So now we're going to go into what things we actually know about Bigfoot that are pretty much throughout the whole cryptozoology studying of this creature. Things that we know from what we've just seen from like case files and it's a conglomeration. Right. Now let you start off with the first one, Marty. All right. Uh, the creature known as Bigfoot is mentioned throughout mankind's existence, uh, either through oral written histories. The first supposed written account of a Bigfoot is actually in the Epic of Gilgamesh. As Inkadu. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, it's just... It's one of those things where if enough places, especially those that are separated, all have stories of this, I mean, come on, there has to be some kernel of truth where they started. Yeah. The creature known as Bigfoot has been sighted on all seven continents. Basically, it's been sighted in North America, and the North American continent is known as Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Skunk Ape, or various local names to the that are indicative to the areas of the region that's been seen, like Woodbooger or yeah, Ohio Grassman. Ohio Grassman. That's a. You ever seen that? That's you ever seen that one video where it's walking by that guy's hunting check? Yeah, like, that's dude, a big that's, boy. That's creepy as hell. Actually, yeah, and I'm like, I know it's off. Everybody's like, oh, you saw that mountain mountain monsters. Uh, right, right, right. Yeah, but still, the footage of that somebody took video of that. Right. That's a. That's huge. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's a big boy. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh yeah. Then again, in South America, the Bigfoot creature is called the Sisimito, the Sakura, and the Marxicoxi, to just name a couple. How would you like to have that name? Yeah, your name is Sakura. That makes you sound like Japan. It, it does. So. Huh. But then South America, I can't... There's a lot of people like... Well, like Some people are saying the Mwapangari. That's what some say. Oh, that's just another name for Bigfoot. But I think it's more like maybe a, a ground sloth. Like. Oh, big, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you, yeah. Then you got in uh, Africa. Africa's actually had reports of Bigfoot. And the Bigfoot is some called... <laughs> oh, God, why did I pick this one? In Africa, the Bigfoot is sometimes called the Water Bob Gone. That actually, is a mouthful of, of letters there. At least it's like a lot of consonants. Yeah. At least it wasn't in Swahili or something. You're trying oh, yeah. With it. Right, right, oh my gosh. Yeah, that, that'd be terrible. Then you actually, in Asia, it has a more popular name that you probably heard of. It's like the Yeti, or the Yeti, like in the Himalayas, yeah. the big white one. But they actually have one in Japan. Did you know that? Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, it's called the Hibagon. And it's like out of Japan. That's not that big of an island, if you no, really look at really it. No, they really aren't. No. Uh, yeah, is it, uh, are those stories kind of more like uh, some of the Asian wild man type stories? Yeah, more like, it's yeah. kind of similar to what the Yeren of China is, which is... Yeah. Or like an orang pendek and that in the, yeah. in the Philippines. Yep. Then Australia calls the creature known as Bigfoot the Yowie. Which, that's the only really one they have in Australia yeah. is the Yowie. Yeah. Oh, come on, it's named Yowie. What more do you want? That's well, it awesome. makes me think of Yahoo Serious, that actor from oh, Young Einstein. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I haven't thought of that in ages. That's good actually Lord. a pretty good movie it's for an 80s movie. movie. Yeah. 
All except for the part where they're like trying to cook the cats and the pie. <clears throat> that kind of disturbs me. It makes my stomach turn a little bit when they're cooking the kittens. No, that, that they don't actually cook my... the kittens, folks. They actually he comes that, in. That's and all part them. of the gag is yeah, the kittens yeah. come out. But yeah, no, that, that part cracked me the hell up. Oh yeah, it's like the beer scene. <laughs> yeah, I put bubbles in beer. <laughs> Then in Europe, the Bigfoot creature is sometimes called the mink in Russia or the feared lath in Scotland. Scotland. Right, in Scotland. Yeah, because I didn't think that. I never, that's the first time I ever heard of a report yeah. in Scotland. Yeah, I mean, the Russian stuff I've heard of. But yeah, yeah no. Uh, 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 Scott's so, Bigfoot. Yeah. It's interesting. So the next part is, I've, how many continents have I made, Marty? There's that seven major be. continents. I'll give you that. There's seven. How many that have I named? Should, that should be six. Okay. So that only leaves what continent? That would be Antarctica. And you probably think, there's been no reports of Bigfoot in Antarctica. And mm. you would be wrong. Oh, apparently. <laughs> it was, there was a Bigfoot sighting in Antarctica. And they're, they're called Bigfoot. This came out in 1945 or 1946. So this holds credence to me because this is before Bigfoot is even known in North America. Oh, God, yeah. This is way before Ray I was, Wallace. I think that's... I would say, yeah, that's uh, about 20 years 20 before. years before that. But this SAS officer from England gives a brief description of what he called polar men, which he, then he described them as they were tall, powerfully built, and smelly. So wow. I find... Yeah, that uh, checks off the boxes. Yeah, that's the most common thing. He's like big, brawly, and smelly. Right. Yeah, they're definitely the smell. But it's Antarctica. Yeah. Oh, wow. 20 years before, it was even known in North America about this creature. See, and I'm pretty sure me... an officer would not lie about something like this because that'd be his livelihood. Oh, yeah, yeah, especially, I mean, <coughs> since you you would run the risk of being laughed out of there. Mm-hmm. So we got the next one. All right, this is something I actually touched on earlier. Uh, some of the Bigfoot casts have been found to have dermal ridges, which only higher primates have. Uh, the only other known creatures to have these is the koala bear, which is a marsupial. And I just found that out like two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah they've got, <laughs> I uh, seen it all post all over Facebook because oh, yep, yep, yep. problem with the cops in Australia, like, well, occasionally we'll have koala bears feeding the prints. Which is I'm absolutely like, nutty. That's just whoop. crazy. Just think how many people like, oh my god, our database sucks because whose fingerprints are this? <laughs> We're pretty sure it's a little person. Just look at the size of that hand. It was it's a kid. A, Somebody it's, find it's the kid. A koala. <laughs> but yeah, with like the dermal ridges and that, like I was saying earlier, some of the casts that they have where they've gone back and looked at from 70s and that where somebody hoaxing it, we did not really know about dermal ridges on these footprints at that time. See, that's back to the... To have faked it. Bring up that hoax thing. That was originally what everybody thought the footprints were hoaxes because they found dermal yes. ridges. I'm like, what hoaxer is going to put dermal ridges? How many people actually know what dermal... Not, how many people actually know what dermal ridges are? Right. Especially at that time. Yeah. I mean, it's... Fingerprint was common, but it wasn't... Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, uh, I, I don't know. Some of the, the hoaxers' footprints that they have shown, it is literally just a big, you know, rubber cast foot. Most of them, no it's just a plank. To it. It's yeah. probably just a wood plank that's like OSB board. Yeah. That's what you see mostly. They wouldn't have put that much detail into something like that just to hoax it, just to go, oh, God, there's a giant footprint. Because they don't think anyone's going to look into that kind of depth, especially yeah. at that time. Exactly. 
Then like Bigfoot, Bigfoot has a varying bunch of different colors. It could be white, brown, blonde. I like to see a blonde one. I like to see any Bigfoot for that matter. Yeah. Black and any other color palette. It's kind of a mixture. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> but like any of them color palettes, usually I'm like most of the time it's either brown or you can like a cinnamon or something like that. Yeah. Like yeah. The kind of that ruddy uh, brownish auburn. Yeah. That's actually, I know the cinnamon color I've seen. There, I seen there's a bear actually up in Wilmot last spring. Oh, really? Yeah, actually a cinnamon black bear. It was a beautiful oh, looking bear. Wow, Someone actually had crazy. a video of it. And that's not a small animal either. Oh, God, no. no. But it had like the cinnamon coat. I'm like, that would look nice on my floor my house. <laughs> it would. Uh, that would but it was a beautiful pretty. colored animal. It would be very pretty. Now, some of those bears actually are quite terrifying when you see how tall they actually stand. Well, I'm a short dude. Yeah, it's all right, right, right. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, those Bigfoot also range, depending on where they've been seen in height, uh, to shorter versions, uh, like four foot all the way up to 11 foot plus. Uh, and a lot of that, it seems like, depends on where they're at. Yes. Uh, with that height. Because I want to say a lot of them up, like in uh, upstate New York, I think where some of those that were in that five-foot range, they were smaller and tended to be a bit more aggressive yeah. in some of the reports. But, like, even, like, there's a report on the outside of town here in Rawville. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was, like, 78, 77. Yeah, it was late 70s. And they were saying they're, like, four-foot tall. Yeah. Baboon kind of, like... Yeah, but I think I think darker. it's more like, like... Oh, shit, now I hit the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Karma. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but um, if you look at it, I think whatever area it is, like here we have a lot of grasslands. Right. I think it's more indicative and probably easier for them to be smaller. Right. The environment. Yeah. Because like in the Pacific Northwest, there's the, that's where the big ones are at because it's a temperate rainforest up there. Yeah. And that's where you talk about the big beefy guys. Yeah. So even like parts of like uh, southern Canada, northern Minnesota, where it is heavily forested, you're going to have some of those reports of eight foot nine footers yeah so what's the last one okay last one is bigfoot the bigfoot creature has been reported almost everywhere and by everywhere i mean it's been reported down like in the su- deserts of the southwest like arizona new mexico that'd be like the yucca man reports out in the middle of desert where it's like nothing <laughs> yeah, pretty separate. inhospitable you would have to be pretty self-sufficient to live out there even if you knew what you were doing right and there's also been reports of bigfoot in the urban area, like in the quad cities of Iowa. Jesus, yeah, that's kind of terrifying. Yeah. There's been like 30-some reports that I could find online or just from dealing oh, wow. over a period of like 30 years, like one a year. Well, still, that's impressive for being an urban sprawl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To have something like that. You wouldn't think that about many. it. Oh, I go up to garbage out. There's Bigfoot. Hi. Right. It's like finding the raccoon in the morning, but it's, you know, a Sasquatch. Yeah, damn trash pandas. <laughs> so this all boils down to what we're talking about here is what the fuck is Bigfoot? Exactly. Seriously, this is like, what does everybody think he is? Marty, we'll let you go first, and I'll jump off your boat. <laughs> Quit drinking the beer. Honestly, uh, I still... My instinct tells me that it is a physical creature. I'm not fully vested in the idea that it is an unevolved human. 
I, I think it is maybe an offshoot cousin species of ours that has grown up side by side with us, but in smaller numbers out in the distance. Uh, I do love the interdimensional idea because it would explain a lot of how they just are there and gone. More so, I think, than, than like the active uh, camouflage. Mm-hmm. But being interplanar, interdimensional, would explain their ability to be boom, boom, in and out of there. Plus it would explain all the tracks that end. Exactly. Start and end, like, abruptly. But I think no matter what it is, in some variation, a cousin of where we have evolved from, mm -hmm. uh, no matter where it may come from, either our dimension or a split side dimension that they have gained access back and forth through, I don't know what way technology, mystical means, what have you, uh, I, I do kind of hybrid those two ideas. No, like with the cloaking part, could it be like something like octopuses do? No, like you ever seen octopuses? Well, yeah. yeah. Like, could it I, be just because there's people out there with a cloaking part? Right. They say they have like translucent hairs, which would be similar to what an octopus is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. With their skin cells. Yeah, and be able to change that uh, the pigment through there to match their background. Because, yeah. yeah, octopus are, are... Everybody goes, oh, the chameleon has this... And they just change variation of shade whereas octopuses they can do, change shape terrifying <laughs> animals i love them they're cool and really they taste smart. really good too oh they are delicious but yeah just the the ability they have to just go like oh there's some four different color rock Blunk, and they are just gone that they're is still sitting there but they are gone oh yeah and they actually can they can actually change their set they have so much control over their bodies they can actually just change Oh, yeah. Their shape, actually. Yeah, but I was going to say, the, the shape, color, everything to match whatever they need it to be, which is frightening when you consider some of those octopus are also poisonous. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't like that idea. <laughs> Smart cephalopod. Well, did you poisonous. ever see that? There's a, there was a discovery program since we're on the octopus. We're going we're gonna to stick with the octopuses here for a little bit. Right, right. There's a thing on Discovery Channel where they talked about after humans died and we shit the bed on the planet. Oh. Yes, I and they were talking about the next species that would evolve, and it was octopuses. Yep, the cephalopods. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. I remember certain parts where it shows one swinging through the tree like a damn monkey. Yep. Yeah, because they were showing kind of a, a possible natural evolution after we all go tits up. And yeah, like they had big ice spider things that evolved because the atmosphere has changed enough that they can support themselves. And yeah, the, the swinging... See, but with the ice spiders, too, that's, that's an interesting thing, too, because... That's actually based somewhat in reality, because there's, uh -huh. yeah, <laughs> I write a lot, Marty. And, yeah, uh, true. And um, there's actually a Himalayan spider that can actually drift off, and it actually part of its blood has antifreeze, so it can actually almost freeze completely solid, and live up in the jet stream for years on end oh. before it actually comes and lands down again. Oh, in that sub, is crazy. Subarctic temperature. Yep, that is absolutely crazy. Oh yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard of the frogs and like some of the alligators that will drop their temp down to get through a cold winter, but spiders, really? Jesus, come yeah. on. You, what you're scared of spiders? No, I'm not. But it's just <laughs> now you are, aren't you? Well, yeah, I'm a little. <laughs> I'm a little leery now. Oh, what a wonderful snowflake! I'm gonna catch it on my tongue. No, I'm not. No, not anymore. I'm not. Fine. Oh, Jesus. At least it's not a yellow snowflake. Ah, true. true. Yeah. 
So oh, that is crazy. But yeah, that is kind of where uh, my thought lies is kind of a merging of of both. Uh, I mean, like you, I've been fascinated with Bigfoot for a long time. Uh, but what are your thoughts on uh, where you think Bigfoot comes from? Um, that what motion was for you to get closer to the microphone. Ah, oh, all right, gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> I'm drifting. Okay, but don't be afraid to raid me in here, Marty. My whole point on Bigfoot is, I've thought about this a lot. My original theory was, my original thoughts on this creature was, when I first started hearing about it, when I was like a, like in high school, in grade school, was, yeah, it's just a giant ape out there. Right. That's actually, yep, we just got a giant monkey out there. It'll be easy to catch. Then as the years go by... We don't ever catch this thing, ever. There's been reports of it, like, you know, the one we got hit by a train. Oh, yeah. Or that Minnesota Iceman, which is another famous one yep. where they said they shot it, but that body was never recovered. Yep. And then I'm like, okay, so he's smart. I actually think Bigfoot is a lot more smarter than we are, or even can't imagine we are. I believe he's had help. I believe Bigfoot is a hybrid of humans and a gigantopithecus. Oh, Oh, shit. That's where my theory is. Right. Because if you look at it, for all these thousands of years, there's been oral tradition. He's been around. Right. And even with our technology today, we cannot catch him. And all best we get is a blurry photo. Yeah. And there's some really good blurry photos out there. And there's actually, the funny thing is, if you have a really crystal clear video, it's deemed a fake almost instantly. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my, Every time. My thought is that he is a hybrid species between human DNA and a gigantopithecus. Because the Melba Ketchum found when they did a DNA study on her part, they're like, yeah, the mother's paternal side is human, but the father's side is not. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And also, it goes deeper. You ready? I was to say, who who do you think actually did this hybridization? A natural crossbreeding at some point? No, this there is nothing at all natural about this crossbreeding. This was done by a past civilization that lived on this planet before right. we even got around, and said, "Hey, we need to work it." I'm not talking about the Anunnaki. I'm talking about the people that are being portrayed as the Anunnaki. Oh, oh these okay. came before the Anunnaki. Yeah. They were actually the sole progenitors of this planet before something happened, and it was they had to leave. I'll leave it at that because that's a topic for another thing. But right. still, I'll still go on here. Basically, they created the Bigfoot between us and whatever stock they found, because mammals right. can crossbreed with mammals. Yeah, and they have genetic ability, and they actually did that. They created Bigfoot. And the reason we can't catch Bigfoot is because I draw this from a 1965 Bigfoot report around Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, oh. which is known in the UFO world as, like, Area 51's yeah. big sister. Well, there was a report of this airman, and they found, they had a Bigfoot body there. And on the left arm, there was, like, cybernetics in this arm Oh damn! that they were talking about. And that was, what, 60-something? That was, like, 65, right? Mid-60s, I want right. to say. Early 60s, sometime in the 60s. But still, that makes me, oh, he's got advanced technology. This allows Bigfoot either cloak or slip into a parallel dimension next to ours or a different timeline right oh jesus <laughs> yeah that uh kind of kicks open a barrel of things mm-hmm. so what is your thoughts 
on all the other camps. What do you think about camps? The camps of thought in general. You know where kind of my line in the sand is. Right. I believe uh, Bigfoot is a hybrid species between humans and a gigantopithecus. Right. And and some of that does, like you, my thoughts on Bigfoot have changed over the years. Uh, I think my first experience with Bigfoot was probably on the old 70s In Search Of show hosted by the Leonard late, great Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy, exactly. And I think they had showed the uh, Patterson footage, and that was my first exposure to Bigfoot, and I was like, oh my God, what is this? Could there be all kinds of crazy things like that out there? And my first thoughts, I think, too, were it is a, a large great ape of some kind. By the time I'm in my 20s, we'll have caught one, we'll know what they are. And over time, uh, oh, that was ideas. a lie. Oh, God. <laughs> that's a lie you told yourself. Oh, exactly. But I think over time, like a lot of things, my ideas have changed, which is, like I said, where I went into my cross section of, and which does also play into your idea of that interdimensional line. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I think I think he's interdimensional being, but it's not exactly interdimensional being. There's another word for it, but we don't know it yet, right? Because we can't comprehend right. what it means, and we're just throwing out a term that yeah. makes us feel comfortable, right? Like plane shift, something, you know. Yeah. Uh, some of the other ideas, uh, the nephilim is is a cool idea, but I think there actually are probably survivors somewhere out there that are more along the Nephilim traditional Hebrew Nephilim lines, races of giants uh, and I don't know if that fully fits uh, the Bigfoot theory I don't think uh, Speaking of Nephilims, did you know the Bible has like th- 32 tribes of Nephilim are mentioned in the Bible? Yeah, yeah. and 22 giants are named individually in the yeah. Bible By name By name yeah, so I think there's a lot of credits out there for Nephilim, but I don't think they are Bigfoot. Yeah, I do not think they are connected to Bigfoot. I think they are their own whole story out there of crazy Oh, we're going to cover the Nephilim, yeah. too. Oh, yeah, they'll be absolutely. fun. Absolutely. Because it's an interesting topic on its own. Uh, alien Prisoner, I, I don't buy. Like I said last week, we talked about our idea on Alien, and it I suppose depends on how you want to classify Alien. Uh, typical idea of from way off in another star system alien. No. I just, we went over that last week. I just think... Whenever you say that, we went over that last week. You sound like a college professor. Ah, yeah. You know, bite down on my glasses when I want to, you know, look all reserved and thoughtful. No. Sorry about that, folks. I had my little boy kind of had daddy issues. So what were you saying about aliens, Marty? I think we pretty much just finished up with I don't think that they are slaves to an alien race. I would uh, have to disagree with you. It, and like I said, it depends on how you want to describe alien. Yeah. Uh, if it's something that is no longer belonging to this planet, but once did, like you are thinking to some extent. Yeah. Then technically that could be an alien race to us. So, okay. But what? if they were a predecessor race, we would, I would say probably be the alien to them. You know. And I bet everybody's thinking, or probably yelling at their podcast, the ones that listen to it, if they're, they're probably saying, what does the government know? Uh. <laughs> I think our government knows a lot more than what it's letting on. Oh, I agree. I yeah. Agree. They maybe aren't privy to everything going on, but I... I think they're privy to everything, but 
they can't do anything about it, so they push it off to the side and make everybody look like nut jobs. Because I'll tell enough. you point blank, everybody listening is like, I know there's Bigfoot out there. I'm a believer, right. but I'm not a knower. I have not seen one. I would love to see one, but I'd right. probably shit myself. Right. Now, that is one thing I have not myself encountered either, other than just in photo and that, and would have always loved to, but have not. Mm-hmm. Uh, other stuff I've dealt with, but that is one, like, the, the big one where I'm like, oh, God, if I could just see one just peeking through a clearing, I would shit myself and then just be ecstatic. And but, then probably run. Yeah, if anybody out there does know where I can see one in the local area around here, just contact us at EdgeLeyHeadlightsPodcast right, right. at gmail.com. <laughs> We'd gladly come out and investigate like that. We'd be there. Oh, like, yeah. long as it's within a reasonable distance, we'd be out there. In a heartbeat. See, so you're pretty much all the camps. What do you think of all the camps in general? I have one issue with them. I'll let you go first, and I'll talk about what issue I have with all these camps of thought. Uh, the problem I think I have with a lot of this is the same thing I have with other things, too. It's people putting, trying to link too much together at, at, into one thing. Um, I think all these things have their own place, but maybe not linked to Bigfoot. Other than, say, uh, the First Nations legend stuff, if they have that technology, I could see them seeing that as a spiritual being. It, it's kind of like uh, Marvel has done with Asgard. Instead of being gods, they just have super good technology. Yeah. And we think of it as magic because we don't understand it. Yep. Which I think would explain a lot of their sightings over hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah. You know. To get to that level of tech, it had to have been going on. It's not like it just popped up in 67 when, when somebody shot a footage in mm-hmm. you know, Northern California. Yeah. It's been around a long time. But yeah, it's like with a lot of things, I think human beings, we want to see patterns and stuff. Oh, we're, we we're, we're naturally to... bred for that. Right. That's, our, that's the way our brain works, is right. to find patterns and everything, because that makes it easiest for cop, easier for us to comprehend. And, and I think it's nice when we can try to link everything into one big thing to, ah, that's it. It's all hooked in together. But a lot of these things I don't think you can. Uh, people have tried, and it just I, I just don't follow along with everything that's on there. Each one has its own merit. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them, I don't think, are actually attached to Bigfoot. I, yeah, my whole problem with all these camps, I thought, is my whole thing is they are all wrong. Let me say that again: <laughs> they are all wrong on their thoughts. Right. But they are also all right on their thoughts. Okay. Because this, right, basically, when you look at these from outside and you look at them like it's a big conglomerate, I'm reminded of a story my grandfather told me. My grandfather's an old German dude. Very hard-working farmer, hard life, right. World, World War II vet. And he asked us one day, me and my brother out fucking around on the farm. <laughs> and he came up, he's like, you need to do this work. He's like, and he, oh, geez, I got the burps. <laughs> and he asked, which are you, the anvil or the hammer? And me and my brother instantly said hammer. We're the hammer because, you know, the hammer beats everything, yeah, beats, everything beats everything, beats everything, beats right. everything. The hammer does the goddamn work. <laughs> yeah, and he just smiled at us. Well, and he didn't say whatever. We went, he made us go do our chores. Right. It wasn't until like 15, 20 some years later, oh, I actually, I figured it out what he meant. And see, that's a problem. There is too many hammers in this conspiracy world. Right. Ah, just hang on a second, folks. Right. 
this is real life podcasting, especially when you have children <laughs> in your house. We are so sorry. But okay, like I was saying, I think they're all right and they're all wrong in the same aspect. Each of them have good parts. Each of them have bad parts. But like with the Amber and Anvil and Hammer thing, you need both of them to make anything if you're a blacksmith. That's the problem. Everybody's more worried about hammering their one part home and the other guy's wrong making him the anvil. What they need to do is pick out the parts that go together like a jigsaw puzzle right. and put it all together. And eventually they will get the answers because that's the problem. There needs to be a more cohesive and open free thinking on this whole thing because if you're in that camp where you have like you believe uh, he's a Zanu or it's a nature forest right. you'll be you're hammered on by the other saying oh you're completely wrong you're a crackpot but there's certain parts that may fit into your paradigm that you're thinking if you're from that camp where it's a great ape right it's all about being because Bigfoot world they eat their own oh, everybody yeah. eats their own yeah oh god yeah. either in this camp that camp or yeah. that camp yeah no, absolutely. Uh, I can't disagree at all with that. I mean, you see that play out in a lot of things, even out in the rest of the world with arguments between religion and science. You know, it's, I'm always right. No, I'm always right. And they will never find a middle ground because neither one will concede an inch. Yeah, but there's a lot the more in common between the two there than is. what they want to imagine. There absolutely is. Uh, because one book has the word of a almighty being, and the other one has, like, hey, this stuff's made out of molecules. Right. But it's the same thing. Yeah. There's just too many hammers and not enough anvils. That does make a lot of sense. It <laughs> really does. Because, yeah, I know there are some of those big groups out there where they are, they are vicious to anyone who oh, yeah. throws out even just a slight wrinkle to what they've already and ironed God out for- is fact. And God forgive if you mention the dog man. No, I'm not God talking man. about that, but I'm just saying that. Right, right. There's like, oh, there's no such thing as dog man. But you believe that there's a big hairy ape out right, in the woods. Right, right. So I'm like, come on, people. You gotta you gotta give as good as you get. You gotta yeah. if you gotta believe one thing, you have to believe the other. Exactly. And like I've said when we've been talking multiple times over multiple years, you know, certain things I am not really interested that much in, but I'm not going to shit on somebody who believes in that. Because I maybe not all down with it. I yeah. mean, if if I can concede that yes, there might be a giant man living out in the woods. Yes, there are ships flying overhead. Yes, there's a ghost over there. Who am I to to piss on your idea of what you think is out there? Because it's your truth. Right. It's what right. you believe. Exactly. exactly. You know, I have to concede the idea that no matter what it is, I, I can look into it and go, okay, let's. Let's look into what is going on with that deal. Even if I'm not super interested in it, if there's enough merit, I will look into it and go, okay, let's talk about that idea. You know? And the but, funny thing is, like, we always tell people to have an open mind about what we're talking about. Right. That needs to go across the board. And our own people that believe in the Bigfoot oh. camp, they need to have open mind, too, about what I'm saying. If I'm opposite of you, you need to have that open mind. Because without that discord, nothing's ever going to get figured. Exactly. Because... It's just, it's just, it's just asinine the way some of these groups are. I'm not calling out any in specific. Right. You know who you are. Yeah. So, <laughs> but there's some that are so hardcore. They're like, it's this and nothing else. And it's got to be this. It's got to be this. But then you never look at any other evidence. Right. But then you think back to about the three OGs of the Bigfoot Reserve. Do you know who those are? Uh, That'd be Renee the Hinden, okay. John Bingernadel, yep. Bingernadel, 
and Crover Grants. Them are the three OGs of yeah. Bigfoot. And them are, they've all passed. But they all had slightly differing views, but they still talked to each other. They right. still believed something was out there. And it's just, I never got to meet any of them. I would love to have met some of them. Yeah. But oh, I've read a lot the of their things, works. Yeah, the things they could have, you know, had a conversation about is phenomenal. But yeah, there is a lot of that. Uh, there And all of them go, oh, we've got to have an open mind as long as your idea is just like mine. Which, you know, is the exact opposite of having an open mind towards things. Yeah. Uh, some of your ideas on this, honestly, the first time I heard them, I went... What I'm full this, of shit. What is this fucking guy going on about? Because we know this is this and this, and I had to step back and go, okay, now just look at look all at it of from these Rob's points. weird perspective. <laughs> take out what I quote know, and just take a look at it for what is being said. And there are a lot of things that fall into place and made some sense. And some of that we're not going to go into because it's all about another show with yep. other stuff. But a lot of the stuff too, I'll even be honest. Like if I'm wrong, I'm fucking wrong. Oh yeah. Tell me if you don't. If you don't agree with me, I will listen to any argument you have. Yeah. Because my puzzle pieces aren't all exactly symmetrical. They're not all perfect. There is always room for improvement to get a better fit. But if it goes out of what I normally think it is, I'm like, let me know. But yeah. other people have to be that way too. Right. I mean. Like you and I have discussed before, all science has moved forward by discussion. It's as soon as you have a group that is, nope, this is pure fact. This is when we had, you know, everything circling around the earth. And the one guy and a few people following him went, no, everything goes around the sun. And he was ridiculed and torn apart. See, but how in the hell, okay, you're talking about that. How in the fuck did Flat Earth get back in the news? Uh, really? <laughs> I, our, I, our I don't uh, know. Our education system has seriously, seriously fucked us over. Because oh, God, yeah, no. It, it's There's people out there, like, people like, I know movie stars aren't whatever, right. but, yeah, I'm like, how can you believe the Earth is flat? Uh, it, I don't the education that. system has become so inadequate in things like that. Although, although the funniest, and it's been shown all over the place, where, where the flat earther is like, oh, there's flat earth believers all around the globe. And it's like, um, just like <laughs> reread that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Giddy, giddy. And, uh, yeah, exactly. It just cracks me up. Yeah, I just, I don't know. And I mean, I don't want to be pissing on anyone who, who thinks that the, the earth is flat. I believe you are absolutely wrong. But if you believe the earth is flat, email us at edge of the podcast edge of the headlights podcast at gmail.com oh, yeah. and tell us your views we'll yeah. gladly listen to you i mean we're not going to ridicule you on it that is a little bit we will well, we'll, we'll be a little bit it, it'll be all in fun though i mean but we legit want to hear your ideas on why you think that is how things are and i want you, know? you that like everybody talks about you at the flat earth i want you to explain that ice barrier is it like is there like white walkers there or like, right like, kind of cool. you know what is going on here yeah I were legitimately interested, you know, uh, in that viewpoint, and not just the ultra psycho one you see pushed out onto memes and everything else. That is super out there ideas of it, like a legitimate. This is why I believe it. I, I, I would love to hear that. You put a six inch level on a six inch piece of and, land; it's going to be flat. Right. It's just, just bonkers things like that, or I just don't understand i mean i don't know maybe it goes in with 
also believing we have not actually left the Earth to go to the moon, too. I don't know if that plays oh, in part Ryan, of it, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, they seemed to like they would go hand in hand. Yeah. Well, we haven't been up there. Those are fake photos and, you know, things like that. Yeah, but uh, if you get a power enough telescope, you can actually go see the moon rover up on the moon. So that we weren't there. Stanley Kubrick just that's filmed right. it there. Yeah, it's just all fake. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. But back to the Bigfoot thing. Right. So, what is, okay, what, so basically I have my opinion that Bigfoot is a hybrid species created by a past civilization that once ruled this planet. And yours is? Well, it actually is. Was that a dramatic pause for effect? I was actually just putting the top on my root beer and not wanting to spill on your floor. But yeah, no. Have you seen my floor? (laughs) I try not to. Uh, No, I, I actually believe that it is, to some extent, an interplanar, interdimensional being, as you have also stated. Um, I don't know how it's going back and forth, but I, I do believe it is an offshoot of humanity at some point. So in, I guess in some ways it does mirror up what you also believe. Just I don't have into the detail. You're not invested in it as yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my, my basic outline of it is very similar to the roadmap that you have come up with over the last many years. Yeah. My roadmap has led me like down a bunch of different rabbit holes that make no sense <laughs> until I pick out. And I can hear people are saying, well, he's cherry-picking certain ideas. I'm like, but that cherry idea I cherry-pick came from years and years of different things from different cultures. Right, right. It's not just, oh, I cherry-picked this one out of this section of a book. No, if you go back, look in history, that is there. Oh, there's that same cherry, same yeah, cherry. It's in yeah, different exactly, spots. Exactly. It's over hundreds if not millions of years that this cherry's always been there yeah and it's just been hidden in plain sight we just haven't noticed and i just i think i happen to notice and i kind of say oh this kind of fits together right but that cherry has always been there just people just haven't thought about looking at in a certain way yeah and not putting it into that same piece yeah uh yeah no because even you gotta admit my cherry picking was pretty good when it popped up pretty good it, it, it does. Let's not talk about my cherry like that. Right. It's a bad way. But it's a nice cherry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I usually worry when I see people cherry pick an individual sentence out of a whole conglomeration and that's all they pick. But like you said, yours is something that's been noticed time through, and time again. Through, through, through eons of, of well, stories. Well, it's not always like, interesting as I found a lot of these stuff from different authors. I right. did. This idea actually started when I was looking at a National Geographic. Oh, wow. National Geographic thing with maps. And I'm like, oh, yeah, oh yeah, that yeah. fits with that. And I'm like, then I just, it just snowballed from there. And I'm yeah. like, this actually makes more sense. I, I threw a whole way a bunch of other stuff that I really wanted to be in there. Right. But it doesn't fit. Yeah. And not because they don't fit because that would make my thing wrong, my theory wrong. It's just that they don't play fucking fit. Yeah. It it's like putting a round peg in a square hole. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know. It, it's cool theory. I want that to be there, but it makes it's not worth it. Exactly. Yeah, and there again, you you find a a fact, if you will, and that does not fit there. You don't change the size of that piece to f- shove it in. You go, nope, that's on a different fucking puzzle, and you toss it. Yep. And uh, I honestly can't wait till we get later <laughs> down the road into the full narrative of. 
And if anybody's and if anybody's interested and they want to know what my theory is, I won't say it here. I'll, it'll probably be on the next next two three episodes. I might come right. up with that. If you want to go listen to the Bump Podcast with Bo Kennedy, that's where I talk about it. And you can look it up. He's a good podcaster. I consider him a friend. And we're going to eventually be on there here. Like in the end of April, we're going to be on his podcast. We're yep. going to do an interview with him for about our podcast. Which will be fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. But he knows all about my theory. And I sent him a book about my ideas. I'm just trying to figure out how to put this book on Amazon. Because I am <laughs> old and I'm used to people just buying books. So, um, What else you got, Marty? Uh, I really don't have a whole lot. You don't? Uh, I don't. So we pretty much covered everything about the different, the six different camps of thought on Bigfoot. And they all just need to get along better. And they could probably figure out this puzzle. And the government, if you are listening, you're not doing a very good job of hiding the truth. But you could go ahead and send us a, a message there at uh, Edge of the Headlights Podcast uh, at gmail.com. All right, from now on, you're saying the email address because I've been <laughs> drinking and you're doing a better job. Uh, I have a purpose. Yes. All right. Have you got anything else you want to tell these folks, Marty? Uh, just uh, thanks for tuning in, man. Uh, everybody out there, we love it. Uh, going to keep going. Want to see, tell everybody, might be interested. Even people that might get angry at us about this, uh, tell them. So I actually hope people angry. would get angry because sometimes when you get angry, you think outside the box. Oh, God, yeah. And it makes you like, you're like, yeah, guy so full of shit. But you're like, after a couple of days, you're. It, I like it when it worms. I pay rent in your brain, and you right. talk about it. And then you're like, "Damn it, he's got some. He makes some sense." Yeah, it, it's uh, not a bad thing. No. All right, well, everybody, thanks for listening to us. This is the Edge of the Headlights podcast. Bye. Bye.